Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Clay gets it from Curry on the bounce, left sideline. Clay goes to the corner, lets it fly. Got another one! Clay Thompson, just ridiculous. Boy, it is Sacramento. <laughs> he sees that jersey and something happens to him. Nine straight for Clay Thompson. He's got 17. You should probably get that Claytheism drop ready, Sterling. I feel like it's a big night for my religion. Claytheism, the movement that has taken the NBA by storm. Yeah. I mean, that's Clay. I know that guy. It's Clay. And by the way, I know that other guy, too. That's Steph. That's the Splash Brothers. How about a combined 14 assists, seven apiece for Los Brothers Del Splash tonight? That was... what fun this team is. My goodness. And if it's not exciting enough, I mean, this was a classic Splash Brothers in so many ways down to the they didn't have to play late in the game. It was a classic Splash Brothers moment. I'm so happy. I want to know how you feel. 888-957-9570. I... I, I believe this is the second time that both guys have had 20 in a, in a game since Clay's return, but I don't know. This felt like the truest Splash Brother night to me because you know what happened is Clay was so burning hot early that Steph just, I mean, I think I'll pull up the stats here, but I, I think he only shot the ball twice in the first half. I'm correct about that. Two for two from three. Also had two free throws. But he had six of his seven assists in the first half. Meanwhile, Clay had 20 points and only two of his assists. Switch over to the second half. And that's when Steph gets it going. And it's Steph with 12 points on five and nine. And Clay only has three points, but. Five assists, three rebounds in just 10 minutes. I mean, 
It's beautiful basketball in every possible way. And the most beautiful thing of all, of course, is that jumper. Hot diggity. Woo! Woo! It's hard for me not to swear when I talk about it. Clay Thompson is a beautiful man and a beautiful basketball player, and it's so good to have him back. It just makes me feel good in my heart and my soul. 8 of 11 from the field tonight, 7 and 9 from 3, 23 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds. He did it all, ladies and gentlemen. He was plus 20 on the evening, plus 20, and just a classic clay performance. You could tell the minute limit is getting to him a little bit. He wants to be out there longer. He obviously feels like himself, and he mostly looks like himself. And, and you know... For two and a half quarters or so, this was mostly just a classic Splash Brothers performance. And then, as as seems to happen somewhat frequently lately, Jonathan Kaminga just had some some moments, some stretches where he just basically took over the game. And I guess took over the game is a weird thing to say about a guy whose game is what Kaminga's is right now. I mean, he's 19 years old. He still makes mistakes. He's still a little loose dribbling the ball. And sometimes his whirlwind drives to the basket end up in turnovers. Um, Only two tonight, though. He is one of the most explosive and exciting athletes in the NBA at 19. And by the way, he can bully men eight to 10 years, his senior, like it's nothing. He pushes dudes around out there sometimes too much. He fouled out in 26 minutes tonight, but the way that kid moves around a basketball floor and and most importantly, the way he attacks the rim. I mean, he gives something, he gives the Warriors something that really the, the only guy that's really had the vicious rim attack capability throughout this run is Kevin Durant. And this is different than Durant. I mean, look, Durant is seven feet tall. He could get way up. No shade to Kevin Durant as an athlete. But this is different. There is a vicious explosiveness that's... You know who it reminds me a little bit of, and he's not similar as a player just yet, but just in terms of the remarkable strength and explosiveness for a young guy. It's a little Sean Kempy. Is that a weird comparison that just popped into my head. I don't know exactly why. But whatever you want to compare it to, I mean, this is back-to-back games now where I think Kaminga showed you, and I think he is starting to show you more consistently as he gets more consistent playing time. He he can be a real factor off the bench in real games. Now, look, San Antonio and Sacramento are, I mean, San Antonio and Sacramento in early February. Like, real games might be a stretch. But I think what Kaminga's showing you is that, you know, it's less about 
how good the opponent is and more about what he's capable of. And especially because of what I just said, they really don't have anyone else who brings his particular brand of a excitement, but be like that having someone who can attack the rim and threaten with, with that kind of athleticism is an important factor. I mean, if you can pull it off, like I said, the Warriors have mostly thrived without that sort of guy, but it's a good thing to have. And I think especially, you know, I, I do expect this kid to be playing in the playoffs, I guess is what I'm really getting at. And I think part of that is getting more minutes down the stretch. And look, you know, tonight may not have been Moses Moody's best performance, but I think that kid is good enough that with some more playing time, he could help you come playoff time as well. And, you know, I don't know who that playing time comes at the expense of. Um, especially for Moody, it's tough to say because there are so many guys at that position. And look, it's another game where Damian Lee played well. Um, and, it, you know, look, I've said this before. For me, it's probably either him or Bielitsa. If you're looking to add a big... I mean, I'm just thinking about, like, on nights where you face guys like Steven Adams and you know Draymond missed time this year with a back problem. Like, what if you just had Robin Lopez? And I don't even know if he's going to be available, but I'm just throwing out a potential buyout guy, an older veteran that's cheap but can do some things and and certainly historically is a guy who's great to be around and accepts whatever role he's given. Um, I think someone like that, especially someone who's big and tall, and Robin Lopez is about as big and tall as it comes, that I, I, I continue to think that would be helpful. Need is a funny word for a team that's 40 and 13. <laughs> Need is a funny word. I'm not sure it's the word I would use. But I continue to say, if I was them, I would strongly consider it. And they continue to say they're not considering it. So here we are at an impasse, I suppose. 415 texter, his handle looks like Kevin Durant on his drives. I don't know if it's quite that good. Durant had a really good handle. 925, Kamigo reminds me of Dr. J in the ABA. I wouldn't go that far either. That's East Bay Bob now in San Diego. San Diego. Uh, 2-4-0. Stop the gushing over Kols- over Kaminga. Well, also stop the gushing over Kolsky. But what the texter said is stop the gushing over Kaminga, Kolsky. GP2 and Wiggins are as explosive when they want to attack the rim. Actually, you know, you're not wrong. Um, I wouldn't say they're as explosive. They're both really explosive players. GP2 is just different because he's so small. And because he is so explosive, he can do things at 6'2 or 3 or whatever he is that most 6'2, 6'3 guys cannot do. And that's why he's so valuable to this team. But it's not like when Kaminga's attacking the rim. I think that's easy to see. 
Wiggins is interesting because it, <laughs> if I just showed you the highlight of him dunking on Carl Anthony Towns earlier this year, you'd say, yeah, he does do that. But he doesn't really do that with any regularity. So I, I still think, like, that is something Kaminga can bring to the table that no one else really does. 415 Texter was thinking the same thing I was saying as I was saying it. Trade deadline's a week away. Would you send Bielitsa and a second rounder to Orlando for Robin Lopez? I sure would. I sure, sure would. Adding another big man would pres- help preserve Draymond's back injury from reoccurring, says the texter. And I, I, you know, look, there's no guarantees of anything. But I tend to think when a guy who's, you know, punching above his weight on a regular basis comes down with back issues that are then causing calf issues, like something that it feels like taking a little bit of the physical responsibility off of him, the literal physical pounding he's taking, that that might be effective. And, you know, again... And it does. Robin Lopez is just an example. Like I could look for some other names for people if you really want, but there will be <laughs> in the buyout market. There will be guys who are taller than any active player on the Warriors roster. In the trade market, available for packages like maybe not Bealitsa, but you know maybe Damian Lee. Maybe Bielitsa. I don't know. These are cheap minimum contracts. Maybe someone thinks they can help, right? And a second-round pick. Those things will be available if the Warriors want to pursue that route and either, you know, release Lee or Bielitsa or trade them along with something. And maybe you trade them and the team just cuts them. But but the point is you're going to have to lose one of those guys. And it can't be Chioza because he's a two-way player. Wiseman's taken up a roster spot. I just think Juan brings his own special Oakland flavor to this roster that cannot be underestimated. So I wouldn't let go of him. So it just comes down to Lee and Bielitsa as the two most expendable pieces. Six five oh, I would go get Mark Gasol. Is is he what is he what's he is he retired? Where is Mark Gasol? Is that a stupid question? <laughs> Why do I not know? Is he in Spain? Yeah, he's in Spain. Well, that's interesting. Got 37 is old for a seven-footer, but he's the kind of player I'm talking about. I'd love it two years ago, right? We would have loved it last year. I think people talked about it. Um. And again, for me, like, if I could replace Bielitsa with Marc Gasol, I, I think I'd give it a shot. I might rather have Robin Lopez. And I think there's an argument for that name instead of Bielitsa to be Damian Lee. But, that, but look, I don't know that that's... I, I guess I honestly don't know that it's worth talking about leading up to the trade deadline, which, of course, is sooner. Because I, they're so adamant they're not doing anything that I would be very surprised if they do something. This team is pretty open about what they do and plan. 
generally speaking, they, they do not lie to us that much. So, you know, my presumption is they're not going to make a trade. Now, if Wiseman's return continues to delay and they, you know, God forbid Draymond's return is delayed, you know, maybe come buyout time, that's something that they think about more seriously. I, I, you know, look, I want to knock on wood for all this stuff. Kavon Looney has, is, is an Iron Man. He's having his best season. Shout out to Loon. I've always been a Looney fan. One time I saw him at Rudy's Can't Fail Cafe in Emeryville, which is, a cr- like, if you've ever been to Rudy's Can't Fail Cafe in Emeryville, not the one next to the Fox Theater in Oakland, where, like, okay, you know, there's at least some stuff around there for that that might ordinarily attract an NBA player. Like, this is in Emeryville between a, an auto shop and the, I don't know, mall, whatever you want to call it, shopping zone with the Home Depot and the Target. <laughs> Kavon Looney, just chilling. Anyway, seems like a down-to-earth, nice-enough guy. I, I forget what he was eating, and I did not bother him. <laughs> but he's eating in Emeryville. Shout-out, Kavon Looney. But Kavon Looney being the tallest guy on your team and the only true big is not ideal. Now, look, tonight Kaminga played some five, and that was pretty great. But that's not going to work out so well against some teams. So, you know, it... it yeah, yeah, five one zero texter. It is near Pixar. It's right by Pixar, like Kitty Corner. Do you guys say Kitty Corner or Caddy Corner out here? Kitty, Kitty Corner from Pixar Studios. Maybe he was at Pixar. Is that what you're saying? You think Kevon Looney's doing a voice for an upcoming Pixar flick? It's possible. I wouldn't say likely, but possible. He's lovable. He's been the best offensive rebounder in the NBA for like a month. Love Kevon Looney. Don't love a situation where he's the only big on the squad. So, look, let's see what happens with Wiseman. Again, uh, I believe Bob Myers, was it today or yesterday, said he expects a clearage for contact with James Wiseman in the near future. Draymond said he... Hopes to be back in three to four weeks. You know, these are all decent prognoses that, look, if both of these guys are back around the beginning of March, I think you're in really good shape. Then maybe you don't need that big. And maybe that's what they're waiting for, figuring, hey, worst comes to worst, we can always dip our toes in the buyout market. And that's probably the prudent approach, I guess. Uh, You know, a guy like Robin Lopez very well may get bought out, but I don't know. Concerns me a little. It's a position of concern. Let's talk about the good stuff. Steph Curry's slump is over. Clay Thompson looks like vintage Clay Thompson. Are you convinced of those two things? Because all the other stuff, you know, the injuries we have no control over. We don't really know what's going on. 
Here's what we looked at tonight, to me, was a vintage Splash Brothers performance. Are you convinced that the Splash Brothers are back? 888-957-9570, the phone number. We also got lots of sound from the team and, of course, the head coach to listen to. That is coming up next on Warriors Wrap-Up. I'm Matt Kolsky. This is 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all in one e commerce platform to their in person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast sensation for jonathan kaminga a steal. Play Thompson to Kaminga. Over the head with a reverse dunk. A little elevation sensation for Jonathan Kaminga. And it's 107 to 92. Now back to Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Here's Matt Kolsky. We are back. Uh, far be it for me to criticize the great Tim Roy, but I don't know if he did that reverse dunk justice. Sterling, your thoughts? Well, when you play it incorrectly on the air, it doesn't sound as good, but I do think Tim did a great job tonight. Well, Tim always does a great job. Kind of have to uh, talk him up. He's kind of my boss, kind of. Wow. Okay, so that was just a kowtowing. There's nepotism. I love sure. Tim. I mean, Tim and I are very cool. I, I This is not a shot at Tim at all. This is a, I think I would have screamed 
That reverse dunk was absurd. It it came out of nowhere. It looked like he changed his mind in the air. I mean, incredible stuff. But it's actually the play right after that that I'm going to make the shot of the game presented by the county of Santa Clara. Mitchell, cross-court stolen away. Clay Thompson. Thompson stops and pops. It's a three. Good! Ridiculous! See, Tim gave that plenty of juice. I think he was caught off guard by the absurdity of that Kaminga dunk. That's all I'm saying. I'm not insulting Tim Roy. Let me make that perfectly clear. Love Tim Roy. But that shot of the game, it was, in fact, ridiculous. I'm sorry, I choked. Literally and figuratively. Ridiculous. It was a ridiculous shot. And it was a true Clay Thompsoner, if you will. Classic Clay tonight. That's what I saw. Classic Clay. That was the shot of the game <clears throat> presented by the County of Santa Clara. Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org or call 211. sccfreevax.org or call 211. Uh, Sterling. Play that highlight again. Mitchell. Cross-court stolen away. Clay Thompson. Thompson stops and pops. It's a three. Good! Okay, that's enough. You know how you know that shot is ridiculous? Listen to the noise that Tom Tolbert makes. <laughs> right before Tim, like, describes the shot, which is the exact moment that the, that the shot is taken or that Clay starts going up for that ridiculous shot, Tom Tolbert makes an involuntary noise. Let's hear it again. Mitchell, cross-court stolen away. Clay Thompson. Thompson stops and pops. It's a three. There it is. Ridiculous. Oh, man. That was... I mean, if you didn't think Clay was going to be fine before tonight, I feel like that that was the moment that turned everybody. Had to be. How could you watch that and not think Clay Thompson is back? Claytheism, Sterling. It's this it's the sensation. Claytheism, the movement that has taken the NBA by storm. Yeah, close enough. Oh boy. It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time for the Warriors. Just got to get everybody healthy. That's really what's important at this point. Get everybody healthy. In the meantime, uh, some really good sound from tonight. We've talked a lot about Jonathan Kaminga and Clay Thompson because they were both great. And Clay, uh, you know how I feel about Clay. One more time, Sterling. Claytheism, the movement that has taken the NBA by storm. So it's a religious thing, really, for me. But I, I watched Clay's post-game interview on television, and beyond just being lovable, I think you can tell he feels like he's himself. So I want to just run it back by you real quick. This is Clay Thompson with Bonte and the fellas on post-game tonight and just feeling himself. 
Clay, what's up, man? Bonta Hill, Chris Mullen, and Darrell Wright. And, you know, back in 2015, Clay, you scored 37 in the quarter against the same team, the Sacramento Kings. Tonight, you start off seven for seven, hit your first six threes. What is it about playing against the Sacramento Kings that brings out the best in you? Hey, man, 2011 NBA draft. With the 10th pick, the Sacramento Kings don't select me, so people don't forget. That's all I got to say. Players, be right, man. Congrats on the win. How is it when you get in one of those zones? I know it's been a minute for you. How is it when you get to start the game off six for six and that basket is looking so big out there? Oh, it's been a minute, D-Wright, my goodness. But uh, when that happens, you just want to get a little sliver of daylight, and I'm letting that fly. You know, I made a couple couple tough ones tonight, uh, a couple in transition. But, man, it felt so good. It, all the hard work's paying off, and I'm never going to doubt myself because nights like these are bound to happen. Clay, congratulations. Incredible night tonight. Your, your shooting's on point. I want to ask you about your channeling your Magic Johnson in game with seven assists, five rebounds, great overall floor game as well. Yeah, man, I know teams are going to jump at me, especially when I have a half like I did. So for me, it's easy. Just hit the open man, and it's like a domino effect. You know, uh, whether the guy I throw it to is going to get a shot, somebody else is. So for me, I'm just trying to be a complete player as I can, and, you know, people fall over the shooting, but I can, I can pass too. And talk about complete play. Clay, you're, you're moving so well. How you feeling on the defensive end right now? I'm feeling good, Chris. And uh, honestly, each game gets better. So uh, I'm really appreciative of Andrew Wiggins. My goodness, he makes my job so easier this year, much easier this year. I don't have to check the best player every night. So I'm very thankful for that man. You know, Clay, talk about getting acquainted playing with Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. Of course, Wiggins going to his first All-Star game. He's going to be a starter in Cleveland, Ohio in a couple weeks. Have you been acclimated to playing with those guys, uh, Wiggins and Poole? Uh, I mean, Wiggs is, uh, I'm happy for him. This won't be the first time he's playing in a big game. Um, you know, I play with KD, and he's very similar in the sense that he can score at all three levels. He could do it in isolation. He's amazing off the catch. And uh, so it's nice to have him step into that role. Um, obviously, irreplaceable Kevin is, but Wiggs is doing a dang good job of his own impression of him. So, And with JP, this man is our catalyst off the bench. And you saw it the other night in San Antonio when we were all out. You saw what he's about, saw what he's about, and he could take over a game with his ability to create and pass. So JP is going to be a problem in this league for a long time. Clay, as a vet, how exciting is it to see your young fellas, Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, come out and contribute night in and night out and doing a great job oh, fitting into the system? Oh, it feels great. It feels like how you used to feel when I come in and make some shots, you know? So I'm proud of Moses and John. John is, I mean, the last two games, he should be in the dunk contest. He's going to win one before it's said and done. And Moses, I keep telling people this, every time I throw the ball, he gets me assists. So I appreciate the rook. <laughs> And Clay, last but not least, I want you to go in there and get some rest before you play Oklahoma City. But we have to ask you, the fans want to know about the snarl. All right, you got like, I don't know if this is this face or snarl. <laughs> We're playing it right now for our fans right now. You got one. You hit a three over Davion Mitchell as a heat check to make it 43 to 25. And you had the mean mug, man. What is that? When did you develop that snarl that everybody's asking about? <laughs> 
I don't know. I do things I don't even know what I'm doing on the court. You just kind of let it happen naturally. So I do not have a good answer for you. Pass. <laughs> That's good enough, Clay. That's good enough. Congrats on the solid game. He is a one of one, as the kids say about uh, the NFTs. Just the absolute best. Um, and you can tell the way he talks about the rookies, especially Moses Moody, actually, that that look, these guys are starting to believe. Remember, <laughs> there was a report at the beginning of the before the season started that the veteran players and I don't know if Clay was included in this, but certainly Steph and Draymond were wanted Avery Bradley on this team. And, you know, obviously the direct implication of that was he would have been on this team instead of Gary Payton the second. And can you imagine? I mean, forget whether Avery Bradley is any good or not. Just what Gary Payton has done for this team, it's tough to imagine them being where they're at without him. A couple minutes to weigh in if you do want to call or text. 888-957-9570. I've been trying to find Marcus Gasol's stats in Spain. I'm not sure he's actually playing. Certainly not for a... Uh, high-level team. Mike in San Francisco hit up the phone lines for us, so let's get him in here. What's going on, Mike? So, Kolsky, uh, workmen like win tonight. Uh, Sacramento, uh, you know, subpar team. Took care of them, let them get in the late, but the Warriors pretty much handled it as they should. But as far as uh, the play goes, that's great to see him. His rhythm looked like him all himself. I hope great shooters like him just need one or two games to really get efficient. And once they get locked in like that, then they're good to go. So hopefully that's a great sign tonight. And and, and Kaminga, man, <laughs> that guy is spectacular. He's got to be in the dunk competition. I know JTA was in it, but <laughs> I think Kaminga's got to take over from him because that guy, man, he's on, he's on, his athleticism is insane. I'd love to see him in that. But overall, um, great news besides the win is the, 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 the Suns lost. So you made up a game there, which is, you know, they're, yep. they were stuck rolling. You're only two games back. So hopefully this is stretch here. Uh, I think that maybe, hopefully, if everything breaks right for the Warriors, they can, they can catch them because I think there's a bunch of winnable games here during the streak here. Uh, the only game really I could see is against Utah coming up. But other than that, I think there are a bunch of winnable games here. And with the way the Warriors are playing, they, they can just hand, they take care of their business. They, they lock in. They, they should be able to win. So, Great to see you, man. I love it. The eight-game winning streak uh, may not be the prettiest of times, but they still get it done, and ultimately that's what matters in the end. Let's go, boys. I love it. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Mike. It's uh, They're rolling. And look, you know, the Suns are, are a really good team. So far this year, they've been slightly better than the Warriors, in fact, um, per the records. But like the Warriors, it's not unlikely that they will eventually hit a rough patch that lasts longer than three games, you know. Um, the Suns' worst stretch of the season is losing three out of four, and two of those three losses were to the Warriors and Grizzlies, which, you know, both games were close. They were both... They were Christmas and two days after Christmas, you know. They... That's not the worst rough stretch. Then they beat the Thunder and lost on New Year's Day on the East Coast in a 1 o'clock Eastern time start. 
<laughs> so they were playing at, you know, 10 in the morning, not uh, what, 10, 11 in the morning on their body clocks. Anyway, they really haven't had a slow stretch. And, you know, there's, what, 30 games left in the season? Thereabouts. The Suns are 41-9, and nine, so 32 games left. I would not be shocked if they have a, a stretch where they lose, you know, even if they go 5-5, five and five, right? That's likely enough for the Warriors to creep up and catch them if the Warriors don't have another tough stretch of their own. Because that's really what happened to separate these two teams. When Draymond Green initially got hurt, the Warriors struggled for eight or nine game stretch. And, you know, they had been in first, I think, before Draymond got hurt. And, the, you know, now they're a few games back. I guess after gaining, I'm pulling up the standings now, but I guess after gaining a game tonight, they're three games back. Nope. Because they got their 40th win. So I believe they are two games back now. If I'm understanding things correctly. And perhaps the Suns are actually 41 and 10. <laughs> uh, basketball reference doesn't update fast enough. But the, the, the point remains the same. It was a tough stretch of games. Based largely on an injury. That got the Warriors in the not so bad, but not as good as it was standings position that they're in. Um, I see no reason the Suns might not have a similar stretch. All right, people are calling now. You should have called earlier, really, because we're running out of time, but here we go. We'll try to get you all in. Telmo in the city, what you got for us tonight? So I, I was I've been watching the last few games and Kaminga and Moody getting minutes and Poole's development and, and seeing Wiggins become an All Star and what he's developed into and this isn't a right now thing but I'm just thinking in my head and I know probably a lot of Warriors fans you everybody wants to see Steph Clay and Draymond retire in a Warriors jersey that nobody wants to see him play in another uniform but I'm just thinking how can they do that and and Kaminga, uh, Moody, Poole, all these guys are going to be like 20-point-plus guys. How can you keep them and stay young moving forward and giving yourself opportunities to win championships in the future? And, and even a guy like Wiggins, and, and if Wiseman pans out, and pay them, keep them, have them be part of the roster, and have the other three retire as Warriors. I don't see it happening, and I'm like, where's the give on one of those more established players at some point? Well, the way the way you do it is if those players uh, agree to age gracefully, you know. Someone's going to have to go to the bench at some point. I don't know. You're going to have to pay Jordan Poole sooner than later if you want to keep him. And my guess is they do. I really see Poole, Moody, Kaminga, and Wiseman as the core of the future. I, I've said this on the show before. So I, that, that it's a question. I mean, it, but 
it's not an immediate question. Certainly not with Kaminga and Moody. Um, there's no reason you need to project them into the starting lineup for the next couple of years. They're 19 years old. Um, and, you know, if you're winning at a high level, Jordan Poole may very well be fine with coming off the bench for a couple more years if he understands himself to be the sort of heir to the throne of one of those two guard positions. I don't know. It requires everybody to be <clears throat> on the same page. But as far as the cash money part of it, they can pay whatever because these are all their own players. It's just a matter of luxury tax and what Joe Lacob is willing to swallow. Um, but, you know, if guys are willing to take a little less as they get older, if guys are willing to take a little less uh, to stay in a, a good winning environment, that's the way it works. Robin San Mateo, you're going to be our last caller of the evening. And I just want to say, if if what you're calling about is correctly transcribed on the call log here, uh, I'm going to let you have your say, but no. Go ahead, Rob. Oh, I think Andy, <laughs> even though he's old and he's just retired, but at the very end, he won the Defensive Player of the Year in the Australian League that he was playing in. He was a great passer. He's a great high IQ player with great defensive ability. And I think he could really help school James Wiseman into becoming a, a, a really, really well-rounded player. What do you think? I think no. No, no. Uh, Andrew Bogut has not been in the NBA for a few years and there's a good reason why. Um, it's His time has passed. All the things you said about Bogut are true in, in his time. He, he Remember, the Warriors are the last team to pay Andrew Bogut. Well, I guess technically Cleveland. No, but it was after that. So no, yeah, the Warriors are the last team to sign him. And he's just not, he can't do it anymore at the NBA level. And winning Defensive Player of the Year in Australia, unfortunately, is not enough to convince me otherwise. Plus, I think he's perfectly happy. <laughs> he's retired. He's got his podcast. I don't think he wants to come back to the States. I believe he's got a couple of young kids. Let Andrew Bogut live. <laughs> quickly before we get out of here i do want to hear from steve kerr talking about the two big things that i also was excited about tonight the way the young guys played and clay thompson let's start with the young guys who you know look i think both of them showed in, in terms of moody and kaminga they really showed what they could bring as legitimate rotation players off the bench for this team let's hear what steve kerr thought yeah i thought um the group um, that started the, the uh, second and the fourth, uh, Kaminga, Damian, and Juan Toscano-Anderson, um, was uh, fantastic together. I thought the energy of, of Damian and Juan was really important tonight, especially after that third quarter where we were kind of stuck in mud. We started the fourth with a, a great push from those guys. Uh, JK had a really good run. You know, he's so powerful down near the rim, and and uh, he's got he's got some moves. He's got some ability to to free himself up and and score down there, which is really exciting. So it was a good night for him, and and uh, it was fun to watch that group together to start the fourth quarter. That was probably the uh, my favorite stretch of the game. 
it's a good sign. It's a good sign that we might see more of groups like that as we continue down the stretch of the season. And although this game was not as good as others for Moody, I think he still shows why he is ready to play legitimate NBA minutes. Sure, bench minutes. You know, I don't think you want him playing more than 20 or so, ideally. But he can help. He can do things that help. And that shot is pretty pure, man. He's got a pretty nice-looking jumper. It's not just that he's on a hot streak, I don't think. I'm not saying he's going to shoot 50% the rest of his NBA career from here on out, but I do think he is legitimately a really high-level three-point shooter. So, look, I'm excited to see more of these guys, and hopefully we do. As far as Clay goes... Naturally, Steve was most excited about the passing. Seven assists for Clay tonight. Incredible, right, Steve? Uh, yeah, he was uh, fantastic tonight. It wasn't just the shooting. He had seven assists. Uh, I thought uh, his drive and kick to Damian Lee early in the fourth quarter was a, a big basket, kind of broke the game open. I thought Clay was just fantastic tonight. Yeah, so more broadly, how do you feel about Clay uh, in terms of you know, how he's coming along. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we've seen a couple of them uh, already. You know, he's had he's had a couple of games where he's lit it up and caught fire. So this seemed um, almost routine to me. I mean, other than that crazy corner three when he was, you know, super hot. And, uh, you know, that felt a little out-of-body experience-ish. But um, Clay's had some really good shooting nights, and he's clearly getting his legs underneath him. He's getting his rhythm. He's getting his rhythm. He's getting his legs underneath him. Just got to get that minutes restriction off, and he's clay. He's full-on clay again. Right now, he's minutes restriction clay. But he's clay. There's no doubt about it. Thanks to everybody who called in tonight. Thanks to the Warriors for putting on a show. This was a fun one to watch and a fun one to talk about. I'll be back tomorrow, Friday night, Kolsky and Company, last show of the week. Join us, 6 o'clock. 95-7 the game. Uh, Thanks to the callers. Thanks to Sterling and all the other people back in the studio. Great work, everyone, tonight. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.